Poso maoni work, wai wainan kitana ni mua e yoski piataya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis piataya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamineho kihi. Welcome to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. We are your hosts, Gary Dodge and Sheena Wapus. Um, on this episode, we are joined by guest Von Bowles, uh, the Friday, public guys. information officer, <laughs> the public information officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin. Um, I would like to remind people we request that you send in your COVID nineteen related questions or topic suggestions into us at podcast at mitw Welcome, Vaughn. Hey, thanks. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Yay. <laughs> um, so we did actually get a question sent into us this last week regarding um, nebulizing hydrogen peroxide in a saline solution. Um, can, you, can you answer that question? Yes. I'm going to say, don't do it, everyone. <laughs> um, so hydrogen peroxide, let's just, let's talk about hydrogen peroxide really quick. Hydrogen peroxide um, is effective at killing bacteria and viruses because it contains um, what are known as free radicals. They're essentially electrons that can um, attach themselves to a lot of different types of materials. Um, When it comes into contact with bacteria and virus, it uh, binds to their either their exterior membrane or their their protective coatings, um, and it effectively destroys it. Um, That said, you don't want to inhale anything like that. Um, because your lungs are very susceptible to damage. Um, so I would highly, highly, highly recommend not inhaling anything through a nebulizer unless it's prescribed by your doctor. Um, same thing with a humidifier. Do not atomize things um, and, and you know inhale them uh, unless you're supposed to. I mean, a humidifier and a nebulizer work in similar ways. Um, they increase the moisture content for the air you're um, breathing in, which, you know, moistens your mucus. And yes, you can trap more bacteria and viruses and dust, anything that you might snort through your nose um, that way. But you don't want to inhale um, chemicals that, that haven't been specifically given to you for that purpose. Um, don't try it at home. Don't try it at home, people. Please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Will the closure extensions be on a week-to-week basis? Yeah, so right now um, the incident command's been evaluating uh, the continued rise of of COVID-19 in the reservation and in the surrounding counties, um, and we've decided that we're going to evaluate the closures on a week-to-week basis now um, so we can be responsive to it. Uh, We haven't seen a decrease in the number of new cases yet, so... We are going to remain closed uh, until, I believe, October 12th, so one more week at this point. Okay, and then how will these uh, closures affect the tribe? So that's what we're trying to figure out right now. I know one of the things that, you know, the tribe is very concerned about is the revenue that's going to be lost at the casino. Uh, in incident command this last week, we spent a lot of time talking about the small businesses in the local areas and how that's affecting families. And so we're trying to find, uh, 
perhaps new strategies that rather than having like blanket closures can be targeted approaches to um, protecting at-risk uh, populations, the elderly, um, children, immunocompromised. And so we're, we're working on those plans right now. Um, and we don't know the full extent of, of how the closures are going to affect people. We know that uh, a lot of individuals have reacted poorly to, you know, blanket closures and and quarantines, and there's been, you know, increases in depression across the country. Um, we're still trying to see if, you know, that's the case here as well. Um, but we're working on on finding out those answers as, as quickly as we can so we can prevent any any long-term damage or, or um, psychological stress that might be occurring right now in, in the community. And then um, what are the schools doing for students with uh, rapidly rising cases? So both uh, the tribal school and MISD, all three of its its facilities, have gone to um, just remote learning right now. Um, after speaking with uh, the representatives from MIDS, they're going to remain um, doing virtual only until the end of the first quarter. Um, that'll be November 5th. Uh, they're also talking with Dr. Schlegel, who is our, our medical expert on the incident command team. And probably at that time, they are going to reevaluate whether they should um, move to a, a blended, um, you know, in-class virtual combination or just virtual or all in person. And so it just kind of depends on on how um, the the spread of COVID continues in our in our local area, but right now they're just remaining closed. Same with um, the tribal school; they've decided to remain closed. They're also in close talks with the incident command team and some of the medical professionals we have working on it. And so we're trying to to protect uh, our kids and our teachers, um, the staff members of the school as as much as possible. And so we're having uh, as little um, in person use of the facilities while we can. Okay, and then so along with uh, remote learning, I know that some families up here, um, it's kind of hard for them to have Wi-Fi. Is there Wi-Fi available around the community for the students? Yeah, absolutely. So even though a lot of the tribal offices uh, are closed to the public right now, they still offer uh, open access to public Wi-Fi. I, the tribal website uh, has a list of all those facilities. I believe there's about uh, a dozen or so of different locations where people can go and access the Wi-Fi for free um, without using any sort of access code or password. Um, and so they can go to the tribe's website to find that. Um, we could also post that in the show notes if you guys would like. <clears throat> um, so, Vaughn, uh, this week uh, we have a event going on with the flu shot. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so right now the Menominee Tribal Clinic is putting on essentially a drive-through flu shot clinic. Um, it's being held at the transit garages, um, kind of behind where the old Head Start building is. Um, anyone who is a member of the tribe, uh, tribal descendant, or has been a patient of the um, Menominee Tribal Clinic um, is uh, eligible to go. Uh, additionally, any tribal employees or individuals who have received vaccinations from the clinic in the past um, and have um, information on record with the clinic are also eligible to go. Um, and can you talk a little bit about why it's important to get the flu shot this year, maybe more than other years? Yeah, so a flu shot um, gives you what's usually called an attenuated 
or a dead strain of a virus. And what that does is it really uh, ramps up your immune system and kind of preps it for if it comes into contact with a live or a viable version of that disease. Um, what it does is it gives you the opportunity to build antibodies and T cells um, prior to infection. And so if you are infected, uh, your immune system is able to fight that off a lot easier. You're able to mount um, a response a lot faster so you don't experience symptoms um, nearly as long. Um, it's not always 100%, but it, it does significantly decrease your likelihood of getting infected. Um, that said, if you can get a flu shot, we recommend it this year because if your immune system is already prepped to fight off one infection, um, it leaves it uh, it leaves more energy for it to fight off, say, an, an additional infection if uh, you don't want to be able or you don't want to have to fight off um, something like COVID and the flu at the same time. That would wear your body's immune system down a lot faster. Um, and so if you can... Uh, prevent yourself from getting infected with one of those diseases, uh, you'll be able to overcome an additional infection a lot sooner. So we would recommend getting it this year um, to help prevent at least the flu um, and hopefully help your body be able to fight off COVID faster if in the event you're exposed to it. And I always hear people talking about they got the flu shot and they got sick. Is that a thing? Is that real? <laughs> sort of, sort of. So, okay. you know, um, when you when you do get a flu shot, like we said, you're getting parts of a virus and so your immune system does kick in. So what does that feel like? It feels kind of like a fever. Um, some people are also um, sensitive to materials um, that are contained in vaccinations. What does that feel like? It feels like nausea. Um, so, you know, people might feel like they are, in air quotes, kind of sick. Um, but they're not infected and they're not contagious. And that's the most important thing. Um, and those symptoms usually don't last nearly as long as actually contracting the flu. Um, so if you have the choice, it's better to get the flu shot, feel a little crummy for maybe a day or two, rather than to get the flu and be sick for a week. Got you. Is there any um, parting thoughts you have where people going into the weekend? I would just recommend that, you know, people maintain uh, caution when they're going out into public, use masks and physical distancing, um, try to avoid large crowds. Uh, remember to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds, soap and water. That's, that's huge for maintaining personal health and hygiene, partly because um, just unconsciously we touch our faces so much, so much. And if we have viruses or bacteria on our hands, it's going straight into our bodies when we're doing that. And so please remember to wash your hands, wash your kids' hands, wash everybody's hands. Everybody wash hands with soap and water. Um, by that, if you don't have that available, use hand sanitizer um, with at least 70% alcohol and stuff uh, to help remove any sort of viable viruses or bacteria that might be on your hands. Um, other than that, please stay healthy. Thanks for all the, all the help in trying to keep COVID out of the community so far. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Vaughn, for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me back, guys. YYNN for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. 
You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcasts. We do weekly updates with Vaughn. We welcome any community questions or topic suggestions you have regarding COVID-19. So please send those in to us via email at podcast at MITW.org.